Hey, what up? This is your boy, Blurred Vision. And your girl, Mixed Girl Man. From Blurred Comics. And we have known each other since we were kids, and we've been talking about comics and mixedness for as long as we can remember. And we decided one day we were funny enough to put together a podcast. You know, because, I mean, we, we needed to put our voices out there, have it heard. And I think the best place that we came to, to to figure it all out was with Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, and you can use it right from your phone or computer. It has the creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds super good. I mean, they'll even distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Apple, Stitcher. All, all, the, all of them. All I mean, of them. you know, what's really good is that you can actually even make a little bit of dough. <laughs> all you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and tell them Blurred Comics sent you. Yeah, let them know. This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from a couple of mixed black blurreds in quarantine. But you know, they don't change anything because... We are across town and we are Skyping it up. This is your boy, Blurred Vision, and that is... Mixed Girl Maine. What it do, girl? We haven't talked in a bit. We uh, haven't. And it's so funny because this is our normal setup. Skype, never right, seeing before, each other, but yeah, we, can't, you know? we can't get our lives together. Um, Schedules and shit. Yeah, the quarantine scheduling is is rough, but I'm, you know me, I'm Alex, always excited to get a chance to chat. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like you have some so, hard hitting news and something we really need to get into today. Yeah, it's <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where I you can't <laughs> I already told her about it, so that's why she's giggling. But you cannot I mean people try to say that Goofy was a cow <laughs> because he be chopping it up with Clarabelle. And I'm here to say, nah, bro. Like, seriously, are we fighting over that if Goofy is a cow or not a and not a dog? The last time I saw any posts about Goofy was just a couple weeks ago, and it was it was a justification as to why Goofy was a black man. But now, right now, now you're gonna try to he's make a cow. It. Right. So here's the thing: we already know he's a cow. I mean, he's a uh, dog. Yeah. Because we know that shit. <laughs> I mean, there's there's the answer. No, but. <laughs> 
I, you know, you know, you've, you know, my whole thing, how I thought about, I don't know if I have, have I told, talked about this on there where I think that there's a difference because, you know, people would be like, well, if he's a dog, then why is there, is there a difference between Goofy and Pluto? And why is Pluto a dog that is in the dog house and eating dog food and shit? And then Goofy is a nigga that's, you know, kicking it with Donald in him. <laughs> I have. I think I have heard this before, but I don't think I've heard it played right. all the way out. Okay. So, my thing, and it goes back to when these <laughs> characters were conceived and such. So, okay. I think that Pluto was, and this is just my, me thinking and just sitting there and like, and then thinking like, oh shit. But this, so Pluto, I think is the black is a is a is a allegory for the black man right he's the dog he's the pluto? you know what i mean he's no, pluto is okay and goofy is a dog also but he is like so pluto is the ghetto nigga that's nothing can't talk can't do nothing you know what i'm saying just you know just dog shit but then goofy is the is the one that can you know that they're okay with but they don't it really they really like disrespect him. You know what I'm saying? Like when they're together, Donald and Mickey is homies, but Pluto is like the third wheel. They don't respect him. You know what I'm saying? I think that like I've always thought that Mickey Mouse was the regular folk. Then Donald Duck was like the person from like, let's say, like a international person, like a like a foreign person, you know what I'm saying? That they're cool with. You know, he speaks weirdly, but you could kill it kind of understand him you know what i'm saying and then goofy was just little, you know the house nigga you know what i'm saying and so i've always thought that pluto and because one is like they're the same type of thing they're both dogs one is the slave by black guy and the other is the house nigga black guy you know what i'm saying okay or one is the you know we're cool with him if we just you know if he's just in the background whatever and then one is like he's my friend but we don't really respect him. He's just, you know, he's around sometimes. I know I didn't really flesh it out as good as I'd like to, but I would love to like look into the, you know what I mean? Into the, the, the universe of, of the both of them and why they are both dogs, but one is not well, I w- house trained. I went to the Googles um, just now to see if there was anything besides Twitter about this. And evidently in 2015, there was an article written, um, but it was updated on February 2nd of 2019. So I guess this is something that comes up every so often. I had no idea. It said, the cover-up, Goofy is not a dog. If you're a fan of Disney, then you have probably seen Goofy, the lovable but clumsy comic relief in Disney's cast of characters. But what is Goofy? Is Goofy really a dog? The beloved clumsy character was born in 1932. His original name was Dippity Dog. And in 1938, he appeared in a book titled The Story of Dippity the Goof. In 1939, he officially changed his name to Goofy after starring in the animated film Goofy and Wilbur. The name change was a genius marketing move for Goofy because he became one of the most beloved Disney characters of all time and a member of Mickey Mouse's inner circle. But what animal is Goofy? Goofy has always been thought of as an anthropomorphic dog or dog with human features, according to Disney's Mouse Links. However, what the Disney establishment isn't telling you is that Goofy is really a cow. To be specific, 
an Aberdeen Angus cow. (laughs) (laughs) Very specific kind of cow. Wow. A fact that Disney would love to cover up considering that Goofy's national origin is anything but American. In 1939, with American nationalism as a historic height, Goofy's true heritage could have been a huge scandal for Disney, a scandal that would have finished Goofy's career just as it was starting to take off. So his origin, the physical evidence of Goofy's bovine heritage is obvious, evidently. (laughs) His book teeth are flat, a characteristic of herbivore. His cow nose and flaring nostrils are larger than that of a dog and more like that of a cow. And remember, he comes from a hornless breed of cattle, so it's not unusual, but he does not have horns. Wow. It keeps going. Goofy's full name is Dipwalla Dawalla. Born in Scotland, Dipawa Dipawa. The son of an Egyptian immigrant and comes from a long line of hornless cattle called Aberdeen Angus cattle. Dipawa came from a meager beginning and was discovered by Disney talent scouts during a livestock sale in Scotland. So this is based off an actual cow. That it was drawn from. The talent scouts noticed his raucous laugh and clumsy charm and convinced him to travel to America to be a part of a comedy team headed up by up-and-coming cartoon comic Mickey Mouse. Once back at the Disney headquarters, DePaulwa underwent extensive training. The Disney team worked with Goofy on English but could not entirely eliminate his accent. To solve the problem, Disney trained him to adopt his trademark voice to cover up the hints of his accent. I mean, Erasure Disney all oh the way through. Oh, my God. So now, all of a sudden, it's worse than I thought. It's yeah. worse. It's worse. It goes on for a little bit longer. They, evidently, there was some dark years in the 50s. Um, and so they tried to give him a son called Max to update his uh, his um, image. And then Clarabelle was an actress on the rise at Disney. And saw Goofy was a handsome Angus bull stud, so that's why they have the romantic relationship that they have. But Clara Bell has horns and he doesn't. So how the fuck is he a bull stud? Well, because he's the an Aberdeen Angus is a hornless cow, oh. and Clara Bell okay. is a different kind of cow. Hmm, I don't believe that shit. You know why? Because <laughs> if you look at Clara, <laughs> you want to know why. <laughs> yes, I do. 100% if, do. If you look at Clarabelle, okay, so look at Pluto and you look at uh, at Goofy. They got the same They're kind clearly going to, they have the same kind of head. They have the same kind of nose as well. They have that little jelly bean black nose at the end of their, at the end of their snout, I guess, mm-hmm. at the end of their face, right? Mm-hmm. Clarabelle clearly has big ass nostrils. Claire, you can clearly see she has horns, obviously, and she has big ass nostrils. They totally have different faces. That's true. So, I mean, I would believe it if they had similar noses, then I'd be like, okay, I can see that. You know what I mean? But the whole fucking erasure and the changing is, you know what I mean? That That's a little Here's my little theory, and this is entirely drummed up in the last few seconds since I did not yes. know there was a debate about dog versus cow this whole time. My theory <laughs> is that yes. Goofy is a white passing black person. <laughs> yep. Yep. Speak on it. And so he just has the features of a dog, maybe, so he can pass 
but he's wow. actually a cow and or he's mixed so cow. he's a dog past he's a dog dog past no he's dog past cow shit we went down a we went down a rabbit hole we ain't even I mean, think first of all now. we're mixed we both come from experiences where we've heard of historical passing it's come up on the show before experiences we're just bringing it on tying it all up blurred comic style perhaps goofy is dog passing dog passing cow <laughs> mm. wow but the nostrils wow. is a that's a that's a good that's that there's a strong argument there my friend i think um you're right he has just, a, yeah, he has a nose he doesn't have Nostrils. He has a nose, and it's and it's like a dog nose, where it's at the end of the end of his, you know, his face, mm-hmm. um, and it's right there at the tip. Cow noses look like Clarabelle's nose. Yeah, big, you know, big nostrils. You know, and they're on the opposite side. They're on the opposite sides uh, of her face. Yeah, and they and they clearly make up the whole front of the face, but a dog does not have that. You know what I mean? A dog's yeah. nose is kind of smaller. You can see his mouth, face, and everything. You know what I mean? It's interesting. I, I didn't well, realize just... that this was happening on Twitter. I don't know how I managed to, to miss this one this week, but yeah. I'm not yeah. also not plugged in on the Disnerd side of things. I don't think we, see, we give that much time to Disnerdery, so you need to right. take this away. and and uh, So I should have... Welcome to Blurred Comics. <laughs> this is your boy... This nerd vision. <laughs> yes. That's uh that's pretty wild. So is this like causing major strife amongst people? Like are they are they no. like the dogs versus I mean, the cows ready to cut them it was, You know, I mean not really. It was mostly people <laughs> you know, the whole uh I was today years old when I found out that right. blah blah blah. So I mean it's it's it wasn't like People were like, oh, shit, this is this is game changing. I mean, you know, people were saying that, but <laughs> I think I think most of the time people say that shit just to be kind of like overdramatic when it mm-hmm. comes to something that they think that may change the way their whole childhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like world destroyed just you know, because of every other experience. Now they have to it's not a butterfly effect. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like you go back and say, you know what? I don't know if my father loved me now because Goofy <laughs> because was a- Goofy's a cow. Not a dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it didn't destroy your childhood. So <laughs> it may, it may make you think differently. I mean, but Pete's may, a cat. It may help Remember? you like categorize your friends. Like if, if you like, yes. you, you get them through the door and you're like, um, it's kind of like the black card revoked or any of these types of things, like trying to figure out what kind of person you are, how you represent. You believe Goodolfi's a dog or a cow, whether or not that means you're going to have a good friendship or not. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, calm down. Um, We can (laughs) look at it. We can look at it. Let's just say that he is a dog passing cow. I mean, legit, I I never thought it was up for debate. Like, I always thought he was a dog. And I thought that I do remember being younger, maybe pre-internet, where it was like, why is Pluto a non-talking dog but goofy is a, and it just seemed to be like there's just something special about goofy right that's i i mean that's what i thought but i always thought like i always thought that he was so like it was weird that he 
I mean, I loved him, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. I loved him because they gave him shit that you knew Mickey Mouse and they weren't going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that episode um, in the wild world of Disney sports. It's one of those ones that they had at ABC. I remember uh, Goofy Sports one. Right. And he was like, he was playing college football. And it was like, it was it was so cool to see him doing shit like that. And I always loved like when he would when he would fall, like and then they would show him like skiing and shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they showed him fall and it, he'd always do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, you know, you know what I mean? Man, so you that really do was, know Disney because I, I know yeah. some of the things you reference, but every now and then you say something and I'm like, I wouldn't have even pulled that out. But now that you say it, I remember it. Yes. Yes. That's so, funny. I mean, when I, you know, I loved how they would do that. I also I mean, just to just to, you know, uh, bring up another character that I actually liked. Did you ever in like in math class or elementary school, did you ever watch those math Disney ones when they had the doctor? The doctor come out and he would tell you like the hypotenuse and shit. But it was a Disney show. It was uh, a Disney character. Kind of sounds familiar. It was like a Disney math. He's I mean, he's on he's he's on now that I grow, you know, that I'm that I'm grown up and I have children and I watch <laughs> uh, Mickey Mouse Playhouse just because of them. Uh, I mean, Mickey Mouse only because of only them. because of them. <laughs> but he's I mean, he's the you know, he's the scientist on there and he has like the accent. I don't know. So uh, you had to but, show me a clip. Yeah, but he uh, there was a show, you know, I was really into that shit when we were little, like when they had the ABC channel showing shit on Sundays and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was like, that that's cool. You know what I mean? That they would put math. But they would teach you at with with cartoons and shit. That's what I think. I think it was just like, oh, it's cartoons and they're teaching me shit that I need to know. Um, Road Rage. I learned about Road Rage because of Disney and Goofy. It, yep. That one. Exactly. Exactly. You know that. Yes, I know. that. Yes. Like not they just not just had, like in the wonderful world of Disney, but like I think they shared that with us in driver's ed class. They did. I think they did. Yeah. What was that teacher name? She had the curly hair that was kind of like a lady mullet afro. You remember her? <laughs> lady mullet afro. <laughs> Do you remember? Like there was that hairstyle. The, one of the PE teachers and also the driver ed teacher had the same like curly. Is it Mrs. Morris. I don't. No, it was Mrs. Morris after she got married. I think it was. I forget the name before that. Wasn't she also the like the the cook teacher? Maybe I don't know. I didn't take that class. I just remember no, the I... lady mullet, curly haired lady mullet situation. Curly hair lady mullet. I do not remember that. No, it was a very ni- early nineties, late eighties ladies white lady hairstyle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the professor's name is Professor Ludwin Lud- Ludwig von Drake. Hmm. He is one of the beloved characters that was made in 1961 as a presenter in the cartoon in Adventure in Color. And then part of the first episodes of Walt Disney World's World of Color on NBC. Okay, I remember now. I I had to Google to see it. Like kind of like a Scrooge McDuck, but. um, but Yeah, but but smart. But yeah, yeah, opposite. Hey, and then when I look that shit up, guess who comes up? A a cow named Horace Horsecollar. (laughs) No, but he's he's an actual horse. So he's not a cow, but he has the nose like Clarabelle, but his name is Horace Horsecollar. He came, he was created in 1929. Horace is a tall anthropomorphic black horse. 
and he's one of Mickey's best friends. I ain't know about that shit, bro. Oh, he's got the style of Goofy, though. Right. But the different nose. Different nose. See but he also also has a tail. Yeah. See, and, 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 and does Goofy have a tail? Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think so. I know Pluto does. He has, it's like the, just a straight point. I think Goofy not having a tail is kind of like, um, no, I don't think he has a tail. Oh, it looks like he, he used doesn't. to have a tail, but he doesn't he used anymore. To. I see it. I see it. In black and white, he did yeah. have a tail. Yeah. And it is a shaggy fucking dog. That's a dog tail, bro. That's a dog tail. That's not a cow tail. That's a dog tail. I know. See, we know that shit. <laughs> <laughs> how many, what about the droopy ears? Let's look up this Aberdeen a- Angus and see if there is a droopy-eared um, Aberdeen Angus. This is a great episode. I'm excited. Oh, they don't have droopy this, ears. They do make some some good meat, though. Oh, that's the wrong page. Sorry. Not for you. Not for you. Not Sorry. For me. <laughs> for me. Um, they no, they got point. They got pointy ears. Like, not pointy ears. Goofy but like, has droopy ears, just like Pluto. So. Ears. I don't know, bro. That's the deep. I think it's. So that's the deep dive, bro. That's a deep dive into it, man. I kind of feel like we cracked it. Cracked it right there, bro. This dog. And it's all because of the Professor Von Drake. I had to look him up and then found the horse color. See, we went down the rabbit hole of the internets live while we're recording. And we solved we it. We solved the problem. I mean, and in, 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 in speaking of that, I mean, being that we're in quarantine and shit, the girl uh, Beans. <laughs> <laughs> the girl Beans and I have been watching DuckTales, bro. Ooh. The new one. The new one. Oh, there's a new one. Okay. So, yeah, the DuckTales, like, 2018, I think, they came back. But do they uh, still have the dope-ass theme song? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Okay. Singing it all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, yes, they have the they have the, the whole uh, theme song. They have all of that shit. They have all of the characters. They even have, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of lore that goes into it mm. the first episode when you watch it you'll see that you know scrooge has uh like you know uncle donald has the nephews they don't know where their mom is right okay. and they go to live with uncle scrooge or uh, yeah uncle scrooge because uncle donald you know he is busy donald yeah so, so is he, donald they live on and a scrooge boat. brothers or is scrooge great uncle scrooge okay great yeah, but then there's like this little girl, Webigail, that's living there. She loves, you know, so there's a, dude, there's a lot, it goes into it because there's a, there's a, um, not a butler. It, what is, what is it if it's a woman butler? <laughs> well, technically, I'm going to go ahead and dive into my British heritage to answer this question. Um, yeah. So rarely do I use my whiteness on this show. Um, there's technically not a position for a woman butler. There would be a butler and then there would be a head house mother or housemaid or something like that. And she would be in charge of the more maid-like functions, whereas the butler, who is a man, would be in charge of the more attending the men, footmen service type of position. So technically, there's not a lady butler. There would be a housekeeper or a housemaid. Head housemaid, something gotcha. to that. But, yeah, so she's the housemaid has a daughter, I think, or because I'm just I'm just watching it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she's she's there with with um, the housemaid, 
And then like, you know, like he has, you know, he, he's gotten all his money, like doing adventures and shit. Cause he got money. Yeah. So he goes and does adventures and he gets all of these different things. And so the, the boys, you know, cause they're, they're, you know, one of them is like the dude, um, Abed in the morning. He's one of the voices. The dude that does Sonic is one of the voices, as one of the Hueys. Okay. Huey, Louie. One of the Hueys. <laughs> one of the Hueys. One of the Hueys. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And then the other is, um, I, th- I think it's the, um, uh, her- it's one of the guys from um, SNL. But they they all have their distinct voices. Mm-hmm. And they all have, so it's, it's, it's actually, I mean, it goes, it goes into like, so the housemaid come to find out is or was Scrooge's old partner when they were in the MI6 type of thing. It's probably some duck related pun. That's a MI6 or whatever. But, um, but then their mom is somewhere, you know, like they're trying to find their mom because they saw a painting that has the mom in it where Scrooge, Donald and Della, which is the mom did like, swashbuckling and 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 adventures and shit and it's like tomb raider and it's 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 fucking cool man yeah sounds fun scrooge mcduck is um his voice is done by the dude that um he was uh uh one of the doctor who's Mm. what's that dude's name but then like yeah you you see like clan mcduck and then there's like glum gold some other dude that hates Scrooge because he takes all the stuff and he's it's crazy and they even got the you know what I mean they got the uh the um uh what are the what are the dogs the oh but the reason I brought that up sorry let me go back <laughs> the reason I brought that up the house she is the house mother because Duckworth who was the old butler he is passed but his ghost comes back and there's like, dude, it's it's crazy. You gotta go. You gotta go down the rabbit hole of that show, man. That's fun. Yeah. So we've been watching that because you know, and then we want to watch Gravity Falls, which yes. has like, because I like I, I want to try to start those cartoons that have like, watch from the starting, and then like things that come back and later on in episodes you kind of understand and mm. you know what I mean that that's type of thing instead of just a one off every episode is funny and then you go to the next one you don't really give a shit you know what I mean right so yeah that's, that's why fun. that's what I wanted to that was what so we started with Goofy and then we got to DuckTales which is still Disney yes yes still Disney, still Disney. So we're, all, we're still Dis- Disney right Disner- now Disney I wonder how Disney is dealing right now because like you saw that the heiress of the disney fortune like the daughter of roy disney like cussed out everybody because they furloughed the employees and she's like we're millionaires fucking pay them right like billion like they paid billions for something and you would think that they could you know help these people out instead of furloughing and have them go on to well i um, think like the shareholders got their they got their money, like their payouts or whatever. And that's what pissed her off is like, cause she does talk out against it a lot. She's like, listen, I'm an heir to something that I didn't have anything to do with. And I am benefiting from, you know, money that I, you know, I don't really earn. And here, like she's been talking about this stuff for a long, long time. Like she wants the rich to be taxed higher and all this other kind of stuff. And I don't know why I can't think of her name right now, besides knowing that her maiden name is Disney. <laughs> and then she looks just the fuck like her dad. Bless her heart. 
but <laughs> she was like pissed off. She was like, what the serious fuck are you guys doing over there at Disney? Like, you know, like she's a shareholder, but she's not a, a right. controlling member or whatever. So she's just like, this is not okay to be furloughing these uh, hourly wage folks. Um, it's, it's a crazy thing though. Cause I mean, if you think about it, they, I mean, the type of business that they're in is an international business where people from all over the world come to just go on their rides, yeah. which is crowded as fuck. And you know what I mean? Like, how do you run that business in the new world that we're in? I mean, like, so have you ever read the book uh, or um, you may have seen the movie, but have you read the book Ready Player One? I have. I, well, I listened to it. You listened to I, it. I read it. Read it to me. So, <laughs> so Ready Player One. The way I I read it too was also through listening, and I became obsessed with this book. Like for a couple of years, I would listen to this thing every night as I was falling asleep because I have to listen to audiobooks to fall asleep. Um, yeah. And I would listen to that same book over and over again. So I've probably listened to this book, whether actively or passively, like. Oh, well, I would do it every night. So at least a couple hundred times, three, four, hundred times. I was doing it for a really long time. Transitioning from, no, it's got to be more than that because it was for transitioning from Massachusetts to when I lived in Porterville for that year to when I came here to LA. And then the movie came out and the movie's horrible. So I can't, I can't stomach listening to the book anymore, but (laughs) that's, that's me. That's the Will Patton. Yeah. That was me kind of going off to the side of it. Yeah. uh, No, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Which is great because he's like referenced in it too. So he also like has to name his own self. It's kind of funny. But anyways, Ready Player One, the world is such that everybody basically engages with humanity through virtual reality now. Like there's there's no more, there's very little human interaction. People just kind of stay plugged into their virtual reality headsets and that's how they live their life. They do their business, their exchanges, their school even, all through this virtual world. And it's all controlled by kind of one or two entities and, and that's part of the problem that they deal with throughout the book, right? As soon as things started to shut down, I just kept thinking of Ready Player One. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is like the this is like the Ready Player One future right, where, right. you know, people literally will just be at home and they'll experience life through virtual reality distantly or whatever. And we're not quite there because not everybody has the virtual reality headsets and anything like that. Like, I still haven't <laughs> right. I still haven't ventured that way yet. But, you know, with the Zoom learning and stuff like that and with the not sure whether or not people are going to return to school full time. I mean, I'm working at a school right now and there there's been talks of different kinds of plans like right. staggered schedules, you know, only certain grades at certain days and things like that just to just to make sure that we don't have a mass um amount of kids at one time. So like I wonder if our world does start to turn inward more and virtual reality experiences like because right now people are like you're able to tour this national museum virtually now and and all that kind of stuff and and that was stuff that was happening in the ready player one book and part of it was kind of i liked it because that meant i didn't ever have to see humans again um you're like we're why are we not in this world like no one's gonna force me to hug them in this world but the other part is like i wonder like how fast can the world ramp up you know, like we've seen tremendous amount of technological advances in the time that we've been born. You know, right. our generation has, has crosses over 
like the TV era to the streaming era, you know, the regular phones at home to texting and, and mobile phones. Like we have pre and post time throughout our thing, pre-internet, post-internet. Like we we're kind of teetering on different generations access to technology and now we're getting closer and closer to like cars that drive themselves without crashing and killing people or locking them in there <laughs> and stuff like that um yes. you know like we're ha like all this stuff is happening but now but we didn't expect for a global pandemic to be the reason why we're forced indoors it's, and no. as a result technology has to catch up with us you know like right we probably right. thought when, when we when we view all of our dystopian future books and, and sci-fi things, we're always thinking that like technology just goes this way. And as a result, we turn inside. Mm -hmm. But here it's kind of like the world's going to kill us. There's fucking, did you see the news today about the, the killer, the murder, murder hornets? Mur hornets bro. They're not called killer hornets. They're called murder hornets as if they have intent. Oh, literally go and they murder honeycombs like they find a honeybee hive and murder thousands of bees because they can and their stinger can fucking penetrate honeybee keeper suits bro we can't keep we can't have that like that can, and they're huge have you seen the picture of one they're huge and they got fucking pincer the, that's how their their mandibles are able to just cut the shit out of Bees in half. They like fucking they said, look like when the Transformers have a bug line or something. Yes. They're like, dude, like, jacked. I saw that. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> so I was. 2020 suck, bro. 2020 is just wild. I think 2020 is when we was, they just was like, mm. That's I think 2020 was like, in hindsight, I don't think Earth is should be uh, <laughs> be here anymore. You know, in in, in uh, Infinity War, when Tony Stark says, "I'm sorry, Earth is closed today," yeah. I feel like mm -hmm. that started something <laughs> yeah. that I did yeah. not yes. know was going to happen. But anyways, I know they were like, like oh, "We got our movie in before everybody." <laughs> right? Jesus! Like at least Phase imagine. Three ended before all this shit went down. Um, you imagine that. Like we were waiting for the second half of. Oh my! Oh oh. Oh, oh my no. god! I then we would. <laughs> I if oh I would be so ang I would be, I would be like those irresponsible assholes that are outside right now protesting that they can't go to the beach. If yeah, I didn't yeah, get to see we, Endgame, if Endgame was uh, one year later, if we, I, I would if really we, struggle. Wowzers! I would really struggle. Um, wow! Luckily, Phase Three closed out before before this happened so that i mean yeah i mean you you thought that we would be like oh i i guess i don't have to do all of that stuff outside so i then will will not do the things outside yeah. but, but now, now it's, it's like, like you can't it's not technology forcing you into this it's global pandemic is going to force us into this and technology is going to have to catch up faster i mean look at what happened with zoom zoom went from like I'm sure they did fine business <laughs> yeah. to having right. like a hundred percent increase in business. That's but who, nuts. And that's, and, and that's what's crazy is that, yeah, cause Google, they do Google classroom. The, the girls do, but like Microsoft, what is that one that they do? Teams. It's garbage. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. We've tried it. It's garbage. Zoom is, it, it, I mean, is the, what do they call it? Something facto. 
the the um the words that I'm looking for. De facto. Yeah, it's just they're 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 the ones that everybody's been to- turning to because they could do it as good as they can do it. You know what I mean? As as good as we can do as of right now. I mean, I know the, there are probably people out there trying to make it better. The largest one I've been a part of so far was I think 111 faculty wow. and staff all at one time. It was about it stretched the gallery stretched across five or six pages. So if you wanted to see someone, you had to keep scrolling until you could find them. Jeez. Oh, yeah. And it was fine because everybody was mostly on mute until until they needed to be. One cool thing that they were able to do is they broke us out into into like um, small subgroups so that we could engage with just five people. And it I guess it set everybody at random. So I was in, interacting with faculty I actually have never really engaged with before for that particular one. So I didn't know that that was a function until until I did that. And then I started using Zoom. I don't love Zoom. It's not the best quality for when I podcast, but I've been using Zoom for uh, people now because they're starting to get used to Zoom. And even though I prefer Skype, they're like, oh, can you just send me the Zoom link? So I've been doing that lately. Um, and then also we've been doing these social distancing virtual hangouts for the Militantly Mixed listeners. And I've been getting between like 10 to 12, 13 people every Sunday. And we do Zoom that way. So we mostly stick on one gallery page. But one time we had two people on another on another page. Got it. So however many that worked out. But I mean, it's cool and stuff like it's it's a fine way to communicate. My biggest struggle right now is just. I'm talking to more people than I normally talk to because people are so bored. They're like, you know who I haven't talked to in five years? Yeah. Let's go check on how Charmaine's doing. (laughs) And I don't need that. Like, I don't like, I feel like if we haven't engaged directly in five years, short of having a reason for something to engage us, that isn't quarantine based. I don't know. I can't get up for it. Like, Right. I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not like, oh, we haven't talked. So I should I should. You know what? I should. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not. A, I, we're talking about entire catching up. We're talking about people who right. didn't know I left Massachusetts or something like, you know, we're talking <laughs> oh, about, shit. Yeah, like yeah. they're like, where are you living right now? L.A. How long you been there? Five years. You know, like, oh, yeah. really? You know, that kind of stuff is kind of getting on my nerves a little bit because it feels so false. Like, right. OK, we all have that one friend that we don't have to talk to. And when you pick back up with them, it's like no time has ever passed. So, like, for me, that's Ponce. You know Ponce, right? Mm-hmm. We could go four or five years and not talk. We haven't done that in a while. But previous to kind of the last 10 years or so, there was a gap of, like, four or five years we hadn't talked. And then we, we managed to run into each other a call or something like that. Oh, I know what happened. Leonard brought her to my wedding. He ran into oh, her shit. and he found, he, oh, okay. yeah. And he was like, Oh, you got to come to Charmaine's wedding. And she, so she popped up. And so from then on, so if I remember when we got married, 2005, from then on, we've not had four year or five year gaps. We've had more of like two year gaps or something like that. Yeah. But when we talk, no time has passed. We're still the same girls we were back in high school, except for we're both out <laughs> of the closet right. now. And that's cool. Like if like if she and I hadn't talked in a long time and she just rolled up on me all of a sudden because of quarantine, I'd be like, you know what? This is a person where you take stock of your relationship. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you know mm-hmm. what? This person's valuable to me. I haven't talked to him in a while. But right. I'm, get, I'm getting hit up from people that I'm just like, I don't even know if we're Facebook friends anymore. You know, like I don't even know right. what level of connection we used to have that we're talking right now. I don't need that. <laughs> it's like, you know, they were just sitting at home like, I don't got shit to do. 
Okay, let's just scroll through our uh, contacts, and <gasps> we haven't talked to Charmaine in about eighteen years. That let's, must uh... be it, like, cause and I'm just not that person. Like, I am not scrolling through my contact. Like, if anything, I need to scroll through my contacts just in case I want to clear out room in case I max my five hundred my five hundred contacts. Right? Like, I am not nostalgically combing through my contacts. So right, right. that's not for me. It's just not for me. <laughs> not for you. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean, yeah. you and I talk. We've been texting still, like every yeah. couple of days. But we've we've had a few days go by in a gap. Uh, but you know, you and I have a regular reason to be talking. We share a project together. You know. Right. Um, right. Plus, we want to check in and just see what's going on. Yeah. But there's some people like I just. There's someone from high school recently that reached out that tried to be friend me on Facebook. And uh-huh. they're a person who we did not end on good terms. And uh-huh. every about three or four years, they try to friend me. And every three or four years, I decline. <laughs> because I'm like, 20 years doesn't mean we could be friends now. Mm-hmm. You know? Not at all. I don't know. So quarantine yeah. is doing shit like that to people. And I've, I feel sad because that's not, that's not me. No, not at all. Did have some fun things happen, though. Like, so we wanted to talk earlier this week and we didn't get a chance Mm -hmm. to, but we're we're finally together. So we wanted to kind of have a happy happiness in the time of COVID, I guess. We didn't want to get all depressed about anything. I think uh, we came in strong with a goofy conversation. We settled a a debate. We feel good about that one. Um, (laughs) uh, And then before we got on the call, I showed you that I received some fabric in the mail that is of the Militantly Mixed logo so I can start making masks with the Militantly Mixed logo on it. So that's my happy in the time of COVID. But one other thing that happened, and this is kind of like family you chose type of news. The, The family that I grew up with since fourth grade, I mean, I grew up with you since fourth grade too. But the, another family that I grew up with since fourth grade, Lavana and Leonard, uh, Lavana's son was drafted into the NFL last week in the first round draft. Yeah, 18th man, spot. Wow. Um, that's crazy enough as it is. But what adds to the craziness of their story is that a year ago, less than a year ago, he had donated his bone marrow to his sister, Autumn, and they were a hundred percent match. This was a very rare experience, like That's... rare possibility, but she got her transfusion or her transplant last year and she's been thriving since then. She's not in full recovery yet. They won't, they won't declare that for yeah. a year or so, but um, she's, her hair's grown back. She's happy. She's healthy. She got to be released from the hospital a month earlier than they expected. And in that same time, Austin was also recovering from his surgery to donate the bone marrow so that he can continue to play and play at a level that he can make the first round draft pick. So like they've had a crazy ass year and I'm so excited for them. I've been buzzing like crazy. I even have like looking at dolphins material and shit like that in case I want to take them some like, you know, like things that I don't normally care anything about. But that that was been kind of like my two my my a couple of good nuggets this last week or so in all this stress has been the NFL draft, Autumn in recovery, Vana being very happy that her kids are succeeding and thriving and healthy and um and my that's, my fabric. 
Yeah, I mean that's yeah. I mean, but the fabric is yes, that's awesome. That's <laughs> really <laughs> you know, like on a scale yes. of one to ten, they're like totally even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same level. I get too. Um, but yeah, I mean to to it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's that is like it was a blessing that he was able to right to help right for him to be just like and and you can see that look. He was raised right. He was just like, if I'm a mash, I'm in it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't care because he had to. He obviously had to put his his thing back. You know what I mean? Because didn't he have to like step back well, and couldn't train a while or something a, like that? Yeah. So he had um he because it's major surgery too. They it, they call it like a corkscrew yeah. drill or something like that where they it basically like into your bone in multiple spaces and it's like yes. a corkscrew so that they could pull the bone marrow out and uh so he was on recovery for 54 days before he went back into training for for the next season so he missed a big portion of their training camp from what i understand you know i don't know football but the way i understand is the first part of the season was kind of difficult for him you know kind of because he basically had to go to the physical physical therapy and and get his strength back up and everything but by mid-season or so it really like evened out his strength was back and things like that and enough that he they had eyeballs on him and so he he actually left usc a year early because of the draft because he had right. recorded for the the mm-hmm. nfl so rather than finish out his senior year he he decided to leave at the end of his junior year and take the draft so like yeah he had to it wasn't just that he w- had to recover he had to recover and then he had to strengthen up you know, continuing to strengthen up so that he can perform, I guess, better by the mid season to, to the end, um, rather than the whole season. So like, he still, I think he still had a pretty difficult season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to, I mean, but I mean, and also, I mean, just to, just to be able to do that and then this shows the person he is. And then look, he's going to get, he's going to be rewarded in, in the long run. Um, you know, because of just, I mean, that's just what I'm saying. It's like, the type of person you are is or the type of person he is, mm-hmm. is going to be rewarded in the type of, you know, and that's the yeah. thing that you that you do. It had nothing to do with the one had nothing to do with the other. Yeah. But the one that he did makes it show that why the other one is given to him. And then you can be like, look, that's a good person. Yeah. That's the like, type of shit that needs to happen for that person. Oriented kid. Like the relationship between those siblings from the time they were kids to the time that they are now, like. I wish my brother and I were as close as they are, you know, like I get kind of envious just watching that level of closeness because I don't know at the current level of closeness that my brother and I have, if either one of us would, well, I was going to say if either one of us, but I already know the answer in one direction. I don't know the answer in the other direction of whether or not one of us would donate to bone marrow to the other one, just because we're blood family, you know, like I actually don't have that level of closeness with any biological re- relative of mine. Right. You know, so to see to see them grow up and and be that close and and more than that that it was like no hesitation. Cuz I remember when they were talking about the bone marrow um transplant thing, they were started reaching out to friends and family and they're just like heads up, we're probably going to be asking for people to be willing to volunteer to be tested to see if they're a match and you know they were kind of gathering the list of names of people that were willing to to do that and i yeah i remember asking like when when do we when when do we need to go get tested and the thing was like first they're going to test d and if d says if d's a match then they're not going to talk mm-hmm. to anybody else but if he's not then they'll start asking everybody else to to go, like, go to your local place wherever you can 
um, to, to have that test done. So we didn't end up needing to do that test, but for him, it was no question. It wasn't like I, I'm going to put my career on hold or what if I don't get my chance to have a crack at NFL? It was never like that. It was just, yeah, let's do this. Right. Right. Um, the trippy thing though is for our whole lives, we've been watching these, these like stories when you watch NFL, like the opening season or during the Super Bowl or whatever, like you see these clips into people's lives where it like takes a player. And if they have some kind of heavy story like this, it, you know, goes to their family and you get to see their story. And this is the first time in my life I'm experiencing a story I already know, right? Like I've already, I already know what they're going through and I'm already familiar with what's kind of happened. And so to see this edited through ESPN eyes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, versus like my own experience of what I know about it and stuff like that. It's, um, it's, it's, it's a trip, but like, I'm just so like, I was buzzing. Like it has nothing to do with me. Like no, I have no involvement whatsoever right. besides the fact that I just know these people and I love these people and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it was crazy. Cause like last yeah. year we flew out to, to Arizona for her, her high school graduation party. And not only was right. that a high school graduation party, but it was also like a, in a month, she's going to have the surgery she could die from or it can save her life. Like there was very little middle ground there. It was either it was going to be successful and it was going to save her life or she was going to die. That's yeah. That was just to be faced. Yeah. Just to be faced with that. That's just right. She was just a kid. I mean, she's an 18 year old kid that um, has basically, she's suffered her whole, she struggled with this her whole life. She was born this way. So she's never known the piece of health really like even on her best right. healthiest day she's still suffering from something that that's trying to kill her all the time and she's had to get blood transfusions like every three to four weeks her entire life and you know i know that he has an insight as his as her sibling into what she goes through a little bit better than any of us who know what she's going through but don't really know no because we're not mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. there and everything like that but this is the first time in her life that when we're talking about whether or not she's healthy she is the closest to healthy she's ever been you know like right and she's cheery from you know she's happier she's got a different personality because her personality has always been affected by the fact that she could die at any moment you know so it's hard for me to kind of like i'm i got a little bit of a lump in my throat but i'm choking it back because i'm you know me i'm trying not to be emotional publicly but i i just can't well when well when it when she does get back to healthiness she will have her brother to thank and then they will just i mean how close will they they will be and just look how that prize he won yeah. is going to you know what i'm saying um it's amazing I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like we we niggas from Sacramento, North Highlands, Antelope, you know feel me? Like that usually don't happen. You feel right. me? Like I mean, I I was close. My you brothers were close. were close. We knew a lot of uh, dudes who got close. Yeah. I but, mean, there were some I mean, real talented people that you played football you made with. Make that shit. Yeah. yeah. And so that's that's all. I mean, I I I get the lump too. But I always, you know, I look at it as like, dude, when that shit happens, and, and that's how I look at it, is like when she gets healthy right now, mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, that's just, that's the blessing that they needed. I mean, I know it's. Yeah. I mean, she gets to have a life. Work, she gets but, to plan a future. Can you imagine yeah. growing up not really planning your future because you don't know if you're even going to make it? 
you know, and right. kind of like yeah. keeping that from your keeping that pain from yourself because you just don't want to hope. You know, like, God damn. To right, think that right. this, she's just a kid. One. Like, she's just a fucking kid. And she has had that weight hanging over her shoulder her entire life. And this is the first time in her life, these last eight months, that she actually could start doing that. And is, like, planning what she wants to do with her life and going, you know, preparing to go to school back until the world shut down and, you know, all that kind of stuff to prepare for her future and, and things. And, you know, her brother, her brother gave her that possibility yeah. you know like it's just right, nuts right, right. it's it's like it's a story that makes everybody cry but entirely for good reasons like it's such yeah. a good positive story um it gets me every time and i keep re-watching it because i can't i just can't help thinking like oh my gosh i remember them as little babies you know mm-hmm. and uh and now they're grown-ass people that's the other thing it's just like there's so many people that are grown ass people now that were little babies. That we were <laughs> like when we were getting out of school, you know, like twenty years ago. Yeah, it's just it's just wild. But that's yeah. my that's my good happy uh my happy yeah, COVID news and stuff. So um Beans is pitching again. Taking Yeah. We doing it um the way that we are able to um to do that is it's a it's like a it's a whole setup. So it you know the way that we where we go for her and the and the picture that she goes to mm-hmm. was like a picture who the first uh you know went to her college to to and they won the national title three times out of the four years that they were there um like ridiculous she's like she's famous you know what i'm saying and so but she has like a small spot where we go to and it's like industrial you know what i mean so there's not a lot of people around or anything but it's a really good setup where like, you know, we warm up out front, the people that are inside, they go out of the back, then the people, you know, cause there's batting cages in the back part. So they walk through the back. Then we come in, we wash all of our, you know, we wash our hands and such. Then she is wiping down all of things that were, are touched, which isn't really much because you're just throwing to the, you know, mm-hmm. and then she's, she's away from us, but you know, beans is on the mound. She pitches, and Mrs. Uh, Blurred Vision is catching her. So nobody's touching anybody. Nobody's around anybody. So mm-hmm. she's still able to get the, you know, the the instruction. She's a- still able to, you know, get all of that. And so she's not. Oh, okay. And it's good because she's not sitting down watching TV all the time. And it's, you know, and we're doing things here, hitting off the tees and pitching here. And yeah. even Rice, Rice has gotten a, a change up now. Like she's been doing her shit, too. So. You know, I'm trying to push them and be like, look, there are other kids that are not, you know, that are right now just sitting on their ass. They're going to get, you know, they're not. And I don't want to be like that, but you got to push them in some way. You know what I mean? Even if it wasn't a pandemic or anything, I would be saying that same thing. Like, look, there are kids that are going to go home, watch YouTube and think that their quote unquote talent is what gets them there and not their hard work. Right. You know what I mean? And so we got to go out and work hard. Yes, they fucking stomp their feet and they don't want to do it sometimes. But I push them and that's going to pay off in the end. Um, and so and also it helps me in my mind and getting out and coaching again and doing my thing and mm-hmm. being outside. And, you know, so it's it's it actually is um, it's actually pretty good. I, I was I was letting them go. Cause I just didn't want to, you know, go outside. I was letting them go. And then, 
But I said, you know what? I need to get out of the house sometime. I'll be at work, get up, go right to my computer, work, and then I just sit there and then get in front. You know what I mean? So I, I was kind of getting in that in that rut. So I was like, you know what? Let's get out. Let's start doing things and we'll get in a better, in a better um, um, schedule and a better uh, routine. So, but they've been doing their things. And, you know, we did the last 30 days, we did a, a, um, um, a challenge type thing mm-hmm. where we did push-ups, crunches, planks, and air squats. So yeah. like you like the first day you did 50 air squats and then the, you did a 30 second plank and then you did like five push-ups, and then, uh, 30 crunches or 50 crunches or some shit like that. <laughs> the last day, and this is all at the same time. Like you do it right back to back. Okay. The last day we did 250 air squats, a five minute plank, uh, 175 crunches, and then 45 pushups. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was at the end, it was like a fucking, like a real, like that's the first, at the start of your, it's like, yeah, that was miserable. Hey, Rice quit that shit in the middle. She was like, I am not doing this because we were getting mad at her and shit. And we were like, come on, man, you got to do this. And she was like, no. And then so, she's like, I am a child, sir. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Like, I don't want to do this shit. And we were like, you know what? You're cut. And she was, so whenever we were like, oh, we, you quit. And she's like, no, I was cut. Get it right. That's but, hilarious. Yeah. So we, I mean, but it was, yeah, the five minute plank was so hard that it's just like, it was too much. I mean, the, the, the squats and the, on the crunches and all that type of stuff that that was that was kind of easy. The push ups were easy for me, but 45 is a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we'd have to break it down. You know what I mean? And, and you know, and Beans was doing it on her knees uh, for, you know, for most part. Mm-hmm. But just to get active and just to get doing some stuff and 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 just to, you know what I mean? Like try to come out of this healthier than we went into it. And so that's kind of like, you know, kind of my my whole thing about, you know, about the whole, you know, about the whole staying in and shit. So, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, it's a major change for a lot of people, but it's still there's still for those of us lucky to have homes. It's there's still things we can do to make it work. You know, like we can still have a life. Right. Um, right. And try to incorporate it's, things yeah. however we mm-hmm. can. I mean, again, for me, I live an ambivert life. I only go out if there's a con. So if there's not a con. I mean, the worst for me, the worst, and I say that very lightly thing for me is that I don't get to go to the beach on Saturdays that now that it's warm enough, that's part of my L.A. <laughs> lifestyle that I that go was, to the beach on yeah. Saturday. But like, can I live? Yes. Am I mentally fine? Yes. <laughs> you know. Um, right. Am I finding things to keep myself like, you know, me, I'm always fucking busy. I, I work two jobs. I do the podcasting. Now that one of my jobs is is closed because it's not essential, the comic book shop, I'm making masks instead. So like I'm I have a hard time just sitting. I did I did give myself last weekend to veg out, though, because I've had my house guests for the last three months and it was weighing on my mental health, not having my my home, my space, you know. And um, so once they they went back home to kind of write out I mean their stuff's still here but like they went back home to kind of write out the quarantine with their family and so like I finally had access to my living room and my couch and shit so I vegged most of last weekend like I needed that shit and let me tell you like the adjustment of my 
my attitude and my mind. And like I did, it was the first weekend in, in two and a half months. I didn't have, if not a headache, a migraine. Like I have been having wow. migraines like crazy. And I, I got that shit under control years ago. Like I've been suffering <laughs> mi- migraines since before I was diagnosed as a teenager, but I've been getting them for years and years before that. I'm pretty sure as young as six, six or grade or so. And I got that under control. I was able to manage it without medication after a while. Like there was a period of time I was on four medications every day so that I wouldn't get these things. I got I got it under control. I learned what my triggers were and things like that. But every now and then, you know, the trick, the everything is too big. And so for the last two and a half months, I was getting them frequently. And it really just had to do with like not feeling like I had space, like I didn't have any space. I was still counting Mm -hmm. myself luckier than some folks and understanding that at least I had a place to go. And at least one of my jobs stayed open. So I was able to keep working and things like that. But the stress was really getting to me. And um, so I did veg out. I did not let myself feel guilty about it either. That was that's the other part that has to happen. That is the other part, right? I I can give myself these chances to rest, but then I end up punishing myself for it afterwards. This time around, I did not punish myself for it. And in fact, I've given myself little bubbles here and there where I kept up um, some of my rest or whatever. But like, it just there's ways to function. Like there's just mm-hmm, ways to function. Mm-hmm. I know that things are difficult and, and especially for folks who, you know, don't get to work or can't work or their positions have been eliminated. Like I know it's tough out there. I a hundred percent know it's tough out there, but there are things that we have to still try to do to kind of keep our mental health up, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay. So that's all. All right. So, so we'll be back. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. And yes, it was good to it was good to catch up again. Yes, and then we'll 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 be talking about good, happy stuff. Good happy stuff. Yes, good happy stuff. So I was trying to think of like a funny word to use, blurred, but make it happy, and then I blanked. So (laughs) fail on myself. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll think of I'll think of something. I'll think of something. You know, I do that. Yeah, I mean, at Um, least we don't go by like I used to call myself a bleak, and you're like, but that sounds so bleak. Um, At least bleak is not the term that we use in this particular Uh -uh. case because life is bleak. Yes. All right. All right. We will be back soon and uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, stay safe and yeah. Wash your ass. Be a mask. And ass. yes, and all that. <laughs> we shouldn't be, that's what they shouldn't be even have to tell us that. So, <laughs> all right, girl. All right. Have a good <laughs> Bye. Mommy made me mash my M&M. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> Blurred Comics is a Maine Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.